Welcome to the Mead Musings Podcast. Here we open discussions on everyday hidden issues. Like living with disabilities and dealing with illnesses. We also cover issues around conditions such as stroke, diabetes, autism, cancer, leukemia and also living in abusive relationships. We focus on helping people see the light at the end of the tunnel. This podcast is available on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform. Please subscribe. Welcome to another episode of the Mead Musings podcast. Today, my guest is joining us all the way from Pakistan. We will be talking about Muslim women in abusive relationships. And my guest is Dr. Ayman. So welcome to the Mid Musings podcast. Can you please tell us a bit of your background and why are you interested in this topic? So thank you, Lua, for inviting me in your podcast. It's been a pleasure being here. So my name is Dr. Ayman. I've been, I am actually a cosmetic surgeon. I've been practicing in Turkey for past years. And I recently have um, started uh, doing my podcast as well on Asian Muslim communities. And before starting my podcast on Asian Muslim communities, I have been working and living in different parts of Asia. I am myself in African, Arab, South Asian. So, and also being with the background of aviation, my father was from aviation. So I got to have visited a lot of countries around Asia. That's why I get to see a lot of cultures of Asia and being from an Asian family, I always had real insight of what happened in Asian Muslim communities and Asian Muslim families. So even before starting my podcast, I have been working as a coach in Asian Muslim communities and I have been regulating people relationships. I've been teaching women how to get through abusive relationships, how to sustain themselves and how to save their, themselves from the abuse in the households. Yeah, so this is my little intro. Oh, thank you for that introduction. It sounds like you have interaction with the Muslim women that are in abusive relationships. How often do you come across them? So you see, Oliver, it's not that when I want to make one thing really clear before starting my podcast, that people do have assumption that Muslim women are really being pushed, they're oppressed. This is not the case. Like in any community, they could be good people and bad people. And in Muslim community as well, there are good people who respect women, who love them, who shower love on them. And then there are people who are really abusive, like in any relationship around the world. So just I want to clear this misconception when it often comes to the Muslim women that they are being abused and they are being brutalized or they are facing a lot of oppression from their homes. This is not the case. So now coming back to the subject, we have to understand Asian communities as a whole. So in our Asian communities, we sadly have things around uh, any Asian community I can say that a lot of people, even from other communities, could relate that we have a patriarchal mindset that do revolve around men. The men are the head of the house, they own, they have more rights, they have more say in what happens around community, what happens around home. So that's why due to a lot of support that our society gives to these men, often some men tend to abuse their power. 
And when they abuse their power, of course, they have families that get affected from their behavior. They have children, they have wives, they have girlfriends who get really upset and really abused by what they have been doing to them. So uh, if I would say that, yeah, I do come across a lot of women that have been in these kind of relationships. They could be Arabs, they could be coming from Southeast Asia, they could be coming from South Asia. There are a lot of women that I come across on a daily basis that come to me and they discuss their relationships with me. And one of the factors that these women does not have open spaces to talk about relationships because even if you are not talking about Asian Muslim, if you just talk about Asian community in general, we are not very good with communication. We have not been taught communication for many years. So some, it's something, a generational trauma to us, right? So when you start having generational trauma, you does not have open spaces to talk about relationship. You does not have many people to coach you then of course you start getting problems. And now there's a good sign that younger people are coming forward and they're discussing what they see is not right in their relationship and they are opening up. So a lot of my clients are young Asian women around 25 years of age to 40 years of age. And sometimes they are married, other times they're engaged, sometimes they're even in relationships. And these kind of abuse uh, do vary, you know, not all abuse abuses are coming from their boyfriends or their husbands. Sometimes these abuses are coming from another male of their family. It could be their father, it could be their uncle, it could be their son, it could be their brother. So yeah, there's a whole large dynamics when we talk about abuse in Asian Muslim communities. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I recognize when you say Asian communities don't really know how to open up about their relationships. I think it's similar to us in Africa. We mm -hmm. don't really talk about things. We just bottle up our emotions and we try to be in control when it's not supposed to be something that we're in control of. So mm -hmm. I understand that. One other thing that you said that is also significant is the fact that men are seen as the head of the family. And this is one of the reasons that women stay in abusive relationships. They think if they leave this relationship, then they are not going to make heaven from Asian perspective. When the husband is seen as the head of the wife, a wife that leaves her husband or divorces her husband will never make heaven. Is there any other reason that you want to add to that? This is the same reason, right? When you make someone a human, other human head, when you make a human other human responsibility not responsibility actually when you make one human other human reflection or you make them that they have to control somebody this is the outcome what majorly happens in any society it could be women if you make a woman head and give everyone under control of that woman that woman is automatically going to turn abusive right so it could be anyone and for unfortunately in our society because we have a lot of patriarchal um, upbringing. So in, unfortunately, in our society, this is men. In some societies, this could be women. 
So yeah, sadly this is the case. Also, if you see in Asian communities, and I I am talking about general Asian communities. If you see the dynamics of Asia, we have close knitted homes, right? We love living in close homes. We love living in communities. We live in big joint families. So what happened that often when you live in this kind of settings of all the men are tend to go out work and earn money and the women tend to stay at home bring up kids take care of the home cook food and she does not have to earn so you know when you're not earning when you do not have financial stability when you are not independent when you do not have experience when it comes to outer world sometimes if you have really good husband you have really good guardian or a father or a brother that is taking care of your son it could come as a very prestige and a privilege that lot of asian muslim women do enjoy the love staying at home the love spending their husband or the son or brother money they enjoy being the queen of the home but sometimes if they do get in relationship if sometimes if they do get to born in a home where a person is not a nice person he could be narcissistic he could be mentally ill he could have lot of problems of baggage coming from past he could be toxic so what happened when these women do not have financial stability they do tend to get a lot of exploitation right they do get to tend to get a lot of abuse because they don't have any options they do not know what's happening in outer world they do not know how to go out and earn a living from themselves so this make really hard for them to go out and and when you see we have a male dominated society if you come to different asian countries you will realize there are a lot of men outside women do not tend to go outside much more without their guardian or without their protector or without the man of the family because we have a lot of male dominated society so often even if these women they make plan they they stand up from themselves and they want to leave that relationship what happens that the societal pressure or the things that have been happening in society for so many years the set of the thing that's not allow them to get out of that situation so easily so they have to work really hard to get out of any abusive situation that they might be in for a long time thank you so much for all that how important is it for women to be able to have their own financial security do you think it's better that women are given the opportunity to earn their own income as a muslim woman rather than staying at home they go out they work they earn their own income and they have their own financial freedom because i see some of the abuses from the fact that men are under a lot of responsibility they have a lot of commitments to the salary they earn because of the large size of asian family there's a extended family that they are committed to so they have in responsibility to take care of the extended family members as well as their own immediate family so if women are given the financial freedom to earn some money then do, does that not reduce the stress from the man most of the time when these women come to me the first attribute that i see in them and i 
talk a lot about it and I talk with parents about it as well that these kind of women do lack family support they do not have strong support system they do not know who to turn to who to go to who to discuss the condition they just does not know how to talk with someone they do not have friends who are caring they do not have siblings or uh, parents who listen to them properly so this tend to happen a lot and because of this these women just stay silent they, because they do not know how to talk and what to talk about they they do not know how to find support so that's why most of these women keep um, you know keep living in abusive households keep living in abusive relationships the second most important thing that i often see and it's very common in these kind of women that they do not have courage often these women are really naive they are silent they do not know how to act they are not very emotionally stable and they are not trained how to portray their emotions or anyone and how to look into situation from reality right because they are often living in a system where everyone tend to tell them he is going to change if he's beating you now he is going to change tomorrow maybe have a child and then he is going to change but most of the time the situation does not change for them and because these women are so naive that they do not know what's happening in outside the world they don't have any experience of working outside they do not have financial stability that they keep living into that abusive household for and keep you know having that abuse and keep sustaining abuse and not only they sustain the abuse but also their child or their children do tend to sustain the abuse the third thing that which is most common as well is financial stability but you know i have come across a lot of women that have been really independent that earns well that have good degrees that have good education that have good background and still these women are being abused in their relationships because coming back to the first point that they do not have good support system mm-hmm. so when people often ask me do you think that the financial stability is one of the factor that the women are being abused i'd say that yeah it could be 25% but believe me i have seen more independent earning highly earning women being crushed being abused being traumatized in the households than uh, uneducated or unfinancially stable women why because often when these kind of women in asian societies you have to keep this in mind what muslims do does not reflect what does islam say islam is a very nice religion which has high respect and regard for women but there are certain people who call themselves muslims but they do not accept what islam say to them in a whole spirit right so what happened asian muslim societies so even the asian societies in general are not very supportive of strong independent women so often these women tend to have a lot of pressure on themselves so when they are going out they are working they are running business they are doing job they are excelling in their field they always have this pressure that the family do not tend to see them as a fulfilled woman they always assume that this woman would be successful so if only she would get married only be successful if only she is going to have a child this woman is only be successful if she going to sustain her marriage or make her marriage work 
So when these women who have already faced so much criticism from society, when they walk into a relationship, when they're being married, so the first thing on their mind is that I don't want my parents to put in shame, right? I don't want to have divorce because divorces still, divorces in Asian Muslim communities are considered worse than. They are still a taboo, they're still a stereotype. They, the people always assume, oh, divorces are not part of our culture. They are always part of Western society. So they don't tend to accept divorces that, you know, people, sometimes a divorce home is much more better than an abusive home, but they have not accepted this. The elders in our society have not accepted this reality. So sometimes these independent, financially excelling women have so much pressure on them that they tend to bear that abuse and they keep bearing and bearing and because they don't know what to do. They want to prove themselves. They, want, they don't want to be ashamed. If you study Asian society and Asian dynamics really closely, and of course, Muslims also comes into their society as well. We have huge aspect of shame in our society. Everything, every action is associated with fame. If I will do this, what will people think? If I will do that, what will people think? Oh, my parents should, would be ashamed of me. My husband would be ashamed of me. I would be ashamed of myself. So, you know, prioritizing ourselves isn't a big thing in our society. Even a self-care is being shamed or shunned in our culture. So, when these women tend to get into these kind of situations, they tend to avoid their feelings. They tend to avoid their abuse. They tend to avoid their trauma that have been going through. And they always think, no, I cannot get out of this situation because what will happen to my parents? What will happen to my kids? To what will people say? So, yeah, and these are what, few, three common things that I always tend to see in the cases that come to me. I guess you, this might be relatable coming from African society because I have seen things in African society as well. Definitely. Yeah. There is always the stigma on divorce. In African society, we are taught from the onset that marriage is a difficult thing. So you have to accept whatever you find in the marriage and you just stick with it. Either it's good or bad. But I mean, like you said, some people are good and some people are bad. And with women becoming more independent and any high salaries, that also often intimidates men when they find that a woman is a graduate, she's got this degree, she's got that degree. And I mean... Sometimes you go to work and you're tired. You expect that your husband will be able to support you, probably cooking something in the kitchen. But in African mentality, men going to the kitchen is seen as a taboo. This is the same thing here, you know. Now things are changing, and even before things were, there were good men as well who would do household, who would help their wives, who would take care of them, who would listen to them. But then they would say that that man, the chicken, they would label him as a chicken. Oh, he's afraid of his wife, right? Yeah. So when you start naming Wait, and shaping, there's, there's a name they call them in Africa. They call them women rapper. As in, you are yeah. the one that, has, that is tying the wrapper and the woman mm -hmm. is wearing the trousers. So she's the <laughs> one in control. So she's controlling you and taking everything from you. Why would you be in the kitchen? Why would a man be cooking in the kitchen? But in the current society, women should be seen as a helpmate for the men. And the men should be able to support their wives as well. 
So I think it should be about being able to share responsibilities, either it is paying the bills, either it's training the children, either it's feeding the children, either, I mean, even changing nappies, that is seen as a woman's job, you know? Yeah, 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 I completely agree. I completely agree. You know, there's nothing called man's job or woman's job. When you get into a relationship, everything's become equal. You, you get to have equal jobs. You get to have equal responsibilities. You get to look after equally into every aspect that runs this household. But unfortunately, this is not something that is encouraged in our societies a lot. Because uh, at the time, even if the man is nice enough to do this, people always are there to shame him, to name him, to call him different kind of names, to make him feel bad about his choices. They always tell him that, okay, your wife wears spent in the house. So just to make that man frustrated and ashamed of how good he is his wife. And of course, now that we are in current era and we do things and the women that belong to this new generation, they always say this, that we both should be having each and everything equally and tending to do each and every responsibility in equal ways. But I guess, you know, this is something that is all over the world. It's not just about African or Asian or Muslim or Christian or Jew society. It's the same in West as well. Maybe bit changed, maybe bit better, but it's same in every part of the world because we have in our minds sorted the job of men and women in our way and we does not want to change our thinking isn't that so yeah definitely yeah i see women that drive buses i see women that drive trains you know train drivers and operators and you know there's so many women that are actually doing jobs that would have been labeled as a man's job before but now everybody is equal in my society here where i live i live in the uk you don't see anybody saying oh i'm 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 this or i'm that i'm i'm the ceo of this and i mean everybody is just like you you see them on the street you don't even know who they are the ceo of uh, virgin media you could see him on the street sitting on the train and getting the train which would otherwise not happen in African community. In African community, if he was traveling, he would have an entourage of like 10 people going with him, uh, five cars going ahead of him. And I think that's the same thing in, in Asia communities as well. You know, here, everybody is just on the same level. You do things and like responsibility at home. A man could be the one sitting at home taking care of the kids and a woman could be the one going out. I feel love should be about equality and communication and respect. Respect for the individuals, respect for each other and respect for both of you. I completely agree. I completely agree. And, you know, I, I always say that there's no harm if one of you is choosing to stay at home. If your wife is choosing to stay at home and want to bring your kid, you know, take care of the kids, take care of the house, it's all right. 
and if you are choosing to earn for the home it's all right as well but that does not make any of you slave of each other if your wife is staying at home you have to admit you have to understand that she have a 24/7 job as well it's not like that that she's staying at home so she is having time of her life she has a lot of jobs she is doing job of a cook of um of a bar, um, you know of a housekeeper of a nanny of a teacher she is doing a lot of job she is juggling and she is bringing up your kids she is taking care of your home so you have to understand there is no harm if your wife want to work and if your wife want to work then you have to understand that you have to share equal responsibilities with her you cannot go to your office or your business and come home and relax in front of sofa having tea or any drink thinking oh my god i've done so much job and then your wife might be coming from office or her business and she is looking after all the things in the home because you don't have to burden her double if she's making a choice to be a business woman or working woman you don't have to burden her you have to share that equal responsibility with her understand that if she have career goals that does not mean that this should become her punishment right you have to bear each and everything equally with her you know there might be some shortcomings and she is going to look after that because in general if we see that women are more better management and are doing tasks than men okay but at least try to do if she is cooking dinner maybe you can wash dishes if she is taking kids to the bed maybe you can sweep home by the time she is doing that take equal responsibility not come home and sit like a lad and be a master and they start thinking just because you earn money then you get to be treated like a king because you does not bringing home money does not make you a king you have to understand that you are not doing any kind of extra uh, extra effort to bring food at home you are doing what is your responsibility the way she is doing what's her responsibility to try to have gratitude try to understand where she's coming from where hers what her choices are what kind of support does she need what kind of relief does she need i was thinking the other day that my father actually has worked for he has retired last year so he just turned 6 and then he retired from aviation industry and now he does not do anything right he is running a small business he goes out he goes out with his friend he enjoys his life but he's retired now he does not go to office anymore he does have other activities and he tend to be merged in his activities whole day whereas my mother she is not 60 as of yet she is just 52 years old but i was thinking when is her retirement going to come is she going to say oh i have retired right i may don't retire yeah that's what i was thinking like when is she going to say okay from now on i'm not going to get up in the morning and uh, breakfast for anyone i'm not going to look after home i'm not going to do things here and this is the thing in our asian culture that nobody teaches that i was thinking that nobody taught my father that once he retired okay before he was doing job after he retired at least he can look after himself and then my mother can look after herself but that does not happen even if he has retired now my mother has to look him the same way she was doing when he was working so my mother retirement is in coming and that's why you know she is doing it by love she is doing it because she likes him and she wants to do things for her, her um, him but mm-hmm. 
doesn't that mean that she would might want any of her husband to do same things for her as well like to make breakfast for her in bed to wash her clothes to iron her clothes so this is not this is not a thing or issue of just my parents it's it's issue of um, a lot of women in asian muslim society and even other societies as well that we are not being able to understand that women do need off time as well they do need self care as well they do need me time they need to take care of themselves and we especially we the family that have to take care of our mothers our daughters the woman that is taking care of us for so many years we have to realize this oh that's uh, that's absolutely right and i think you nailed everything on point and it's not much more that i can say about it right now women have no retirement age <laughs> we work 24/7 and some women really don't understand that they need to give themselves time to rest they need to take a break between caring for the family cooking shopping and cleaning the house we need to be able to give ourselves some self love tlc tender loving care give ourselves that love and until until we recognize that we need that we won't have any time to retire and of course we don't really retire to be honest we go to work you go you go out to make a living and then you come back you start cooking you start cleaning and by the time you finish you are tired and you are supposed to still give your husband some affection in bed you know and this is sometimes what some of the things that cause friction because by the time the woman has come back and done all the work she's tired and she just like to go to sleep and that's when the man is saying oh what's up there you know we have explored everything that we could talk about about that and i think maybe anymore we'll discuss in future but what advice would you give to women in abusive relationship for the future i would like to say that if you are a woman in any kind of abusive relationship and abuse does not mean that you have bruises on your body abuse does mean that you might have bruises on your mind abuse does mean that you have tears you feel uncomfortable you feel exploited you feel entrapped and you do not have open spaces to go out and talk about these spaces find support there's a lot of support that is online there are a lot of groups that are online but find support go out go people that might be able to understand you if you do not have non-judgmental people and community around you go outside and talk to strangers talk to other people if you have money if you have finances go see a psychologist go see a psychiatrist talk to them about your condition and don't stay up into that relationship for the sake of your parents or society or anyone around you because they are not going to bear the consequences only you are going to bear the consequences and everything you know everything is hard staying in abusive relationship is hard walking out of abusive relationship is hard you have to choose your heart and once you have will choose your heart you will only have guidance and good way through 
through your way you know there might be some really hard times that you will not know what you are going to do but eventually you will figure it out and with every hardship there come ease so don't stay in any kind of relationship just because people have been telling you to stay and that person is not going to change that person haven't changed for 25 26 27 years that is not going to change for the rest of your life and don't bring any child in this world to make that relationship work it's never going to work we all know none of the relationships has worked none of these men or people have changed just because there was child involved things become more difficult for the children so go out explore your opportunities learn skills walk be confident have courage and start living for yourself because you are really important person and there's no one that is going to understand you that is going to live for you the way you are going to do it for yourself because you are what you need for the rest of your life and there's nobody else thank you so much dr ayman it's been so nice having you on our podcast today and you are absolutely right with everything you've said nobody will take responsibility for you like you would do nobody would love you the way you would love yourself women out there need to start taking responsibility for themselves they need to love themselves more and as you said bringing a child into the world thinking the child is going to change the relationship it doesn't happen that way that doesn't work it only makes things worse because you see the child and then you are just angry it's a ripple effect so don't think you are in a in a bad relationship or in an abusive relationship that well i'm going to have a child for him that doesn't work please take the action that you need to seek counsel seek support and divorce is not something that you should look at as not right i know there's a stigma on divorce but if it saves a life some people end up losing their lives in the process of trying to stay married and the men the men abuse them and this car is there on their life on them for life so they just don't know what to, what what to do but right now what i'm saying is take an action speak to somebody and get help and get out of the relationship if you can if you want to i mean if, if that's the if, if that's what you need to do get out of the relationship don't stay in an abusive relationship because you think oh well what are people going to say people will always still talk about you either you die or you leave so please just don't stay in an abusive relationship for the sake of being married or for the sake of having children or for the sake of whatever it is just get out so thank you so much dr ayman and i hope to have you on my podcast again soon thank you so much oliva it was wonderful being on your podcast i love talking about this subject it was just really close to my heart and if any one of the audience or the women coming from asian muslim community or asian community wants to connect with me they can definitely connect with me i am on instagram with name of dr aiman you can find me on facebook or uh, you can find me on any of the social media portal and definitely it was lovely being here and i would always look forward to coming back again on your podcast with another topic all right and uh, what's your facebook id 
So it's Dr. Amen, D-O-C-T-O-R-A-I-M-A-N. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. I have Facebook page of the same name as well. My podcast is YK Asia. You can listen on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We do discuss different aspects of Asian Muslim community. We celebrate being Asian Muslims, so we have different topics that we discuss every week with different kind of guests. So maybe you can have insight of that as well. And oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. A big thank you to all our listeners who have been sending us messages through the message link. I would like to thank everyone who has listened in so far and contributed to this podcast. Thank you so much. We couldn't have done anything without you. Keep listening. Keep sharing, keep downloading and keep liking. Thank you again.